Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eyes. As though you might be thinking, Gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. What's up, movie geeks? Welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. My name is Justin Winters. I'm half of this podcast. Do you like movies? Do you like people who love movies? You might like our podcast. I'm missing Chrissy this week. Um, she's actually upstairs putting our kids to sleep. So I can moderate tonight's fantasy movie draft. So tonight's a big one, guys. We've done a lot of these, and we, 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 we have a lot of vets on the draft. So we've been trying to get newbies in uh, to, to mix it up. And tonight is a huge one because everyone is amateur hour tonight. Everyone here is a newbie in the fantasy movie draft. And um, I'm fans of all of them. Uh, so I've been excited to, to have all of them on uh, for a while now. And I, I figured tonight's the night to, to, to make it happen and have them go head-to-head against each other. Tonight we are drafting 90 sequels. So any movie sequel released in the years 1990 through 1999 are up for grabs tonight. Let's go down the the order of the draft board. First in the number one spot from the Podfix Network, it's my boy Santiago from the Weird With You podcast. Sir, what's going on? Ah, not too much. Not too much. It's a pretty nice night up here. The weather's finally looking pretty good. Uh, it's finally not as hot and humid. It was like 26 degrees the other day with 34 with the humidity. It was ridiculous. It was like walking through soup. But I'm not walking through soup. I'm sitting in a cold basement now, and I'm ready to draft some '90s sequels. It, you're you're up in the the Great White North, right? Where are you Where are you located? We're in Toronto. Toronto. What's up, sir? So obviously, you've never been on a draft before. This is your first time on the podcast. Can you tell everybody listening uh, what your podcast uh, Weird with you is all about? Yeah. So Weird with You is a podcast that I do with my girlfriend Justine, and we. Pretty much the, the whole genesis of the thing was that we have these weird, wacky, silly conversations, uh, and we think a lot of other people in the world have those conversations, but it's not something that's typically shown in public. Um, you know, People think it, it's kind of immature, and I think holding all of that silliness in is actually outrageously unhealthy. Uh, and so our show is all about taking a weird topic of conversation to start off with, and then we go down the most ridiculous tangents possible. We're currently... Uh, in a huge debate uh, about uh, Armgate 2018, the uh, <laughs> the kind of point I, I hear from the chuckles, some people who have heard of Armgate. Uh, this is the the kind of trying to figure out where the threshold is between arms and legs, and what defines an arm and what defines an, a leg. And if you want to hear more about that, you can check us out on the Podfix Network. Weird with you. Sounds amazing, dude. Uh, are are you drinking tonight? What's your refreshment of choice? I already had mine. Uh, I had a bramble with Chambord. It was Ooh. actually quite delicious. Nice. Little, that's, I love that. Great, man. W- welcome to the draft, dude. I'm excited to have you here. Um, right behind you, Santiago, though, is a guy who loves to stir it up. Um, he's also from the Podfix Network. It's the Tofu himself, Chris Green from the Gravity Beard Podcast, and like four or five others. He's everywhere. What's up, Chris? How you doing, man? Good evening. How are you? <laughs> uh, and and, and I'm, I'm behind you in the creepiest possible way, by the way. I literally looked over my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
You should have. I always think of that scene in Step Brothers where he's like at the interview and John C. <laughs> Riley pop, hello, lady, <laughs> like right outside his back. So uh, everybody that has a basement has that has that dark corner of the basement that doesn't get any light and you don't know what's over there. That's where I'm standing. <laughs> wow, that's awesome, man. Uh, well, Tof, yeah. Tof, you uh, you and I have uh, a, a podcast best friend, uh, the same person. Basically, we, we got to give a shout out to our boy Brayton. At, at more gooder than I hear you. I hear you on your podcast, and then I hear you on their podcast, calling into their hotline a lot. So, <laughs> yeah, I I don't know why it started or how, but we definitely have a feud going. <laughs> and and I, I'm trying to I'm trying to take it to the same level as kind of east East Coast West Coast rap. I don't know if he's risen to that level yet, but I'm trying to get him there. Oh, he'll probably punk out. He's he's a softy. He's a softy. So, uh, Tove, tell tell everyone about the Gravity Beer podcast. And uh, I mean, you got several other podcasts uh, for people who are, might be first hearing you tonight. What's going on? My 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 podcast is borderline undescribable. It it it's it's a variety show in the truest sense of the word. You you don't really know. I don't even know what I'm necessarily going to do from week to week. Um, it, every every other week we do do something that is predictable. I, I do this week today with um, my, my dear friend Adam Saunders out of Florida. And then on the on the alternate weeks, that's where it, it gets a little unpredictable. So we've done a lot of different stuff. We actually just passed two years, and I guess around 130 episodes. Wow. And for our second anniversary, we got a listener suggestion where we I got I got three guys in, and we, we played Cards Against Humanity. Ah. So that was big fun. Um, but at, at actually coming up at the end of June, uh, Super Movie Bro uh, Dave comes on for uh, to to do another installment of our bed date stories. Oh no. And I just <laughs> Yeah, you sh- you should be concerned because I I just gave it another listen through today as I'm wrapping up the, the editing on it. it. It is unquestionably the most outrageous, unbelievable bad 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 date story that I could possibly conjure up in my brain. I I'm, I'm wondering it, it, if I've already heard it. Uh Dave's got a lot of bad, bad stories, so I can't wait. To- yeah, well, I mean, I, I think I learned that all of his date stories are bad, but I, I can't imagine he's got one worse than this. It's really horrific. Oh man! And, well, um, yeah, it's. I'm excited it's to hear. Quite that. terrible. I'm excited to hear that. Dude, yeah, and the, go ahead, man. Yeah, no. The other thing I was going to mention is we just wrapped up at the end of May, uh, season two of Blunder Dogs, which is the the um, the official Indie Pod blooper show. Uh, which we do kind of seasonally in, in episode five, groups of five episodes. So I, I don't know when we're going to do season three. It probably depends on when we get enough new clips. But uh, but we've done two seasons of that. It's great fun, and all, all of this stuff can be found on the on the Gravity Beard feed. It's all in one place. Chris is prolific. Chris, what are you what are you drinking tonight, sir? Uh, at the moment, I'm not drinking. Earlier, <gasps> about two hours ago, no, well, <laughs> unless you count water. But but a, a couple of hours ago, I, hours ago, I did yeah. have. Yeah, I am drinking water, but a couple of hours ago I did have um, I, I honored Fireball Friday, and I had Fireball and Dr Pepper. Ooh, there you go. Which you, if you haven't tried that combination, do yourself a favor. I I would do it with uh, was it Doctor Thunder, like the the really cheaper <laughs> knockoff brand, <laughs> like Mister Pib. Yeah. I can't afford both, man. If I go with the Fireball, I have to get the cheap cheaper soda. So it makes sense. Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. But but if you can conjure up the Doctor Doctor Pepper flavor, combine that with Fireball, and it's a delicious treat. If you want to go really budget, just get some Jack Daniels and throw some cinnamon hearts in there, like half a cup. Should <laughs> there, there you go. Oh. Sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. So, Chris, so, so the important thing is that you have options. <laughs> that's, I mean, options are good, guys. Options are good. Uh, so, Chris, right after you in the three spot tonight, another newbie. 
uh, from everything I learned from movies. Steve, what's going on, sir? How you doing? Yeah. Hey, everybody. I'm just doing good here uh, up near Berkeley, California. It's West Coast. Sun's just setting. Beautiful. Uh, my California mate, you're you're up there north. I'm up here south. Is it is it cooler up there? What's going on? Uh, it's about it was like 80 today, so not too bad, but uh, a little warmer than we're used to. But uh, yeah, like I say, just just gorgeous. Um, Steve, tell us about everything I learned from movies. What do you do over there, man? Uh, yeah, uh, me and my wife Izzy, uh, we basically take uh, bad to questionable movies and uh, kind of break them down and find the lessons that can be learned from them, pass them on to others. Uh, we also we do those every Tuesday, and then every Friday we'll have like another episode. Uh, we've actually lucked out the past couple months and got a couple celebrity interviews. Uh, I actually got one coming up on Friday where it's, uh, SS Wilson, who's the, uh, writer of short circuit tremors, uh, and technically wild, wild west and ghost dad. But, uh, you'll get to hear all about all those in, uh, in the interview. Um, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of good stuff happening. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. I just saw that you did a, you guys did a commentary on bad boys, the original, that's correct yeah once a month we do our uh, full-length commentaries and uh this month it was picked to be bad boys and that's uh, also kind of leading us into june claude van damme which uh the entire month is going to be jean claude van damme movies <laughs> amazing amazing so um welcome to the show sir where are you what are you drinking up there in in, in north cow well up here since we're near san francisco i got a anchor brewing liberty ale that i've been uh kind of sipping on all night mm. about three in right now <laughs> nice nice so the well, picks are gonna get weird <laughs> i love weird man weird with you santiago weird and funny I, i'm all down with the weird guys so welcome to the show steve I'm, I'm excited to have you man and um in the four spot is a guy i admire a lot he's from jake and tom conquer the world tom co What's going on, yeah, man? Yeah, what's, what's going, going on? on? How you doing, sir? Doing very well. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to have you, dude. You uh, you were one of the... F- I remember back in the day, uh, I've been on Twitter in, in this capacity at least two years now, but one, you were the one of the ones back in the day that I remember uh, starting listening to and uh, Potter and Family when I was first getting into them. So I'm super excited to have you on, man. Just in case, and it's impossible to miss you. <laughs> Uh, can you tell us about your podcast and uh, what you guys do over there? Uh, I have another one of those shows that's really hard to describe. Uh, the best way I've heard somebody else describe it is, imagine uh, you're sitting in a bar and you're eavesdropping in on a couple of geeks drinking. And that's our show. Uh, we'll talk about anything from comic books to movies to television to uh, various forms of porn parody. Yes, love porn parody. I see. So of course, I two of my favorite and, things put uh, together. The those episodes uh, we have to reserve. Uh, we call them uh, jaking off. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yes. <laughs> I also saw you guys. Uh, were you guys recently on a, at a comic con or uh, some kind of fan yeah, event? yeah, yeah. We went to uh, the Motor City Comic Con uh, two weeks ago. We had a chance to interview uh, a couple of uh, noteworthy people. I'd say the. Uh, biggest ones were, uh, Garrett Wang from Star Trek Voyager and Jack O'Halloran from the Superman movies. Uh, and we're hoping to get a couple more interviews, uh, down the road from that. Awesome. Do you guys cosplay when you go to stuff like that? Oh, God, no. No. <laughs> I have no sense of fashion, let alone cosplaying. <laughs> nice, man. Well, I-, I know you got a drink tonight, man. W- what do you got going on? 
Uh, well, I thought about breaking out uh, the little concoction I uh, invented called the Trailer Park, which is essentially Mountain Dew and Crown Royal. Oh, um, a man after my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, I've got uh, Founders Backwood Bastard. It's a barrel-aged uh, dark, dark beer, and uh, it's one of those ones that I learned a, a bad lesson with when uh, you don't want to, you don't want to chug it. You just want to kind of relax and sip it. Oh man, I, I I just went to Hawaii recently, uh, and we were at a really expensive Disney resort. And after the first night, we realized that the drinks there were like so highly priced. We're like, there's no reason. So we went to Target the next day and got a bunch of liquor and beer, and I got uh, Mountain Dew and some some Soco. <laughs> and I was mixing it like like I was in the trailer park, man. I, I can't little break. little bit of trivia. Tri- <laughs> uh, the uh, Mountain Dew was originally concocted as a mixer for whiskey. That's what it was. That's why it tastes so, damn, marketed so damn good. So damn it good. Is. So, um, well, welcome, sir. I, I'm so like I said, you all you guys are newbies here on the draft, but um, I love having new people here. So the the, the theme this week again, we've done one uh, sequels theme uh, thus far. I think it was sequels since the year 2000. I think is the last one we did. So 90s sequel is the theme tonight. So I'm excited to see what you guys got on your list. Let's get it started again. Tonight we're doing the fantasy movie draft for 90s sequels. No! Hey! What's this lying around shit? What is wrong with you? What's wrong with all of you? You guys stink. Sometimes you gotta say, what the fuck? Make your move. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. I want you to play dirty if you have to, but don't get caught. Go for the ribs. Don't let that bastard breathe. Concentrate, focus, power. Remember balance. Make coup fight. Keep your heads up. Play proud. Game over. So who picked the order tonight? I think it was... That was me. Chris, why did you pick this this specific order? You you picked Santiago to go first, you go to second, Steve goes third, and Tom goes fourth. Was the a strategy behind this? I put I put a, everybody's headshots up on the wall and just threw darts. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I did not do that. Um, I don't I don't really want to reveal my strategy. That, that might oh. that might affect that might affect how the draft unfolds. I respect that. So without without of course revealing any names of movies on your list, was this an easy list for you guys to make? No, no, it was not at all. <laughs> did you have you guys seen? Like I said, we we have five rounds. Four of you guys. That means twenty films will be picked. Have you guys all seen at least twenty of these films? Oh yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've seen most of mine. I think that like the first quarter and the last bottom quarter of my list were the easiest parts. Okay, okay. I would agree with that. Yeah. And then everything in the middle was just kind of, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll I, I don't see. know what I'm hearing. There, there's about 30 movies on this list that I love. So I, I'm, I'm curious what you guys are going to pick. <laughs> oh, no, I, I think I've, well, I think okay, I've I seen wanna... maybe maybe half of these. And, but the problem is I don't I don't know that I've seen them since the 90s. Yeah. They're, oh, that's true. I, I have. I have a, so I'm just moderating tonight, but I've got a mock list in front of me. And there's some really strong ones at the top, and then like two thirds of the way, it gets really weird. So I'm really, yep. I'm really excited to see yep. what what you guys uh, take tonight, especially since you're newbies and uh, you're new at all this. So uh, I'll I'll bet I'll bet this is a, a much harder draft to predict than most of your drafts. 
I could see that. I could see there's a, an eclectic mix here. So um, let's start with round one, guys. Again, Santiago has the first pick of the entire draft. What are you going to go with, man? Okay. Hi. Hello. Hi, everyone. Um, I, first of all, uh, I have to apologize. Uh, I realized that earlier I gave you temperatures in Celsius. <laughs> I realized that... Uh, you don't you don't use the queen's temperatures. <laughs> it's uh, a balmy freezing thirty four. No. <laughs> so, I, I so was going to ask you if those were Celsius temperatures. <laughs> I have to say sorry. Is this all a lead up to say it's heating up over there? You're you're you know you're in the hot seat. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't gonna, but that sounds good. So okay. I'll just pretend that that was we we can edit around that, right? Yeah. I, I also yeah. like it that the, the the first thing that the guy from Canada said was I'm sorry. <laughs> I felt like I had to put that in. <laughs> Everyone up there you know? is so polite. It was eating away at me. I talked about the weather and then I apologized about it. <laughs> a, what you got, man? <laughs> so my first pick, I feel like it's. I feel like it's almost undisputable, unless or indisputable rather, uh, unless you're you're trying to go strategic with it but i don't know why you wouldn't pick this one first i have to go with terminator 2 hasta la vista baby arguably one of the best sequels of all time regardless of decade exactly i don't feel like i even have to justify this pick like it's it's really good would it would anybody would anybody participating tonight not have picked terminator 2 as the number one no yeah (laughs) Yeah. no that would have been that was my number one that would have been dumb okay uh, especially because you guys, uh, a couple weeks ago, we just did the Arnold Schwarzenegger draft, and that was uh, first, first, pick. first yeah. picked in that, and he won the draft. So I think it's a, a no-brainer. But Santiago, Santiago, what what do you think about T two outside of just it being a, a ninety sequel? Um, I, I think it's the Terminator movie that I jive with most. Um, I think. There's been a lot of attempts to make uh, the the Terminators the 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 robots seem threatening, and I feel like this was one of the most uh, successful attempts at that. Just that like menacing, doesn't stop, can't be killed. Like the guy turns into liquid. It's just awesome, and the special effects were fantastic. It's probably as we said one of the best sequels ever to to a movie. Um, first movie a little bit goofy. This one a little less goofy. I thought it was really solid all around. Like I, I just I don't know what else to say about it. It's it's a good film. Like it's it is what it is. I wish I had more jokes. <laughs> it's okay, man. <laughs> yeah, why didn't why didn't you come to the table with more Terminator Two jokes? <laughs> <laughs> Where's your weird Terminator Two jokes, Santiago? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, just. Just give me a minute and I'll be back. <laughs> I, I was about to say, I, I just watched this uh, or revisited this a couple of months ago, and it, it made me really, really sad inside knowing that G- James Cameron is doing like 40 avatars and will never get uh, another good, really good action movie like this out of him. So I don't know. G- wait, tell me another, like, tell me four great movies that James Cameron has made. Four? Other than uh, T2? Yeah, uh, aliens, 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 True Lies, okay, True Lies. Uh, I argue the first Terminator and the first Terminator. Yeah, first Terminator. Yeah. Several people like Titanic. Yeah, I'm I'm married to one of those. Several people. people like Larry the Cable Guy, but they're just as wrong. 
<laughs> Piranha include, 2? Come on, guys. <laughs> I didn't include myself in that. Oh, I just the mentioned other people. <laughs> the oh, Abyss. The abyss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love The there Abyss. Does The Abyss count? Yeah, it's Absolutely great. It does. Especially the extended cut. Yeah. The director's cut is great. Well, well, let the record show that we, we did struggle with coming up with four. All, all of us did. <laughs> no struggle Granted, at all. He's only made like five films. <laughs> uh, the only one we like didn't I say said, was Avatar. It, you know, we want you back, James Cameron. Come back to us. So T2, off the board. Uh, great pick, Santiago. Chris Green, you've got the second pick of the draft. What you got, man? Well, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of years where twin films come out. You know, in fact, we talked. To, we we did twin films when I when I was on More Gooder Than a few weeks ago. Uh, they were terrible. Mission to Mars and and Red Planet, maybe two of the worst movies ever made. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> so so I so I'm going to go with with the uh, the Terminator Two twin film, uh, and that would be Toy Story Two. When somebody loved me, everything was beautiful. Every hour we spent together. Lives within my heart. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was my number two. Nice. Yeah, you know it. Uh, it got a huge audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, eighty-six percent. It made it made a boatload of money. I think the j- just the the domestic box office gross to date is two hundred and forty-five million. Uh, so it made a lot of money, and it was very popular. You know, the entire franchise is consistent, so it's not one of those things where if you like the first one, you're not going to like the second one. It, it's a very, very good follow up to the first film, which which is iconic. In my opinion, they build. We 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 mistakenly watched the the third one uh, when we were in Hawaii with our kids, and once it got to the end, we're like, oh no, what have we done? And, and luckily, no, there was no crying involved. But that that one's emotional. <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's a great pick, man. Uh, I love that series. They got another one coming, and I can't imagine what they have up their sleeve. I hope it's something good enough to to merit it. So, as long as it has John Ratzenberger, I'm fine. I agree. Does, <laughs> don't they all have John Ratzenberger? Isn't he one of those one? There's somebody that's in like a, all uh, of them, right? Yeah, I think he's. Oh in yeah, all yeah, of yeah. No, that's, that, 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 that's him. Yeah, he's he's been in every Pixar film. Oh man, you might have just like spooked him or something. It's like as long as he's in that one. <laughs> um, I'm gonna feel really bad if he dies now. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it, Chris. We have to do like a Ratzenberger dance or something to lift him up. Um <laughs> great pick, man. Uh Steve, you got the third pick. Uh your your first pick of the draft. What do you got, man? Well, yeah, uh you guys basically took my first two uh that I had listed, but uh I'm gonna go with uh Probably the only sequel I know that uh, won Best Picture recently, and uh, that's 1991's Silence of the Lambs, the sequel to Manhunter. Oh, good pull. Yeah. I'm uh, director Jonathan Demme, RIP. Uh, of course, Anthony Hopkins won an Academy Award for being on screen for, what, like 12 minutes or something like that. Uh, Jodie Foster, just a great flick. And uh, yeah, it was basically the first kind of horror serial killer movie to win best picture and kind of ushered in a new era of like dark movies there in the nineties and early two thousands. Um, so yeah, gotta go with silence of the lambs. A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. So I was about to say silence of the lambs is a controversial pick around these parts uh i think it was me that picked it in a horror draft and people had problems with that um i 
what what does everyone th- th- is this a sequel or is this like a like a James Bond situation where I, I was like, I was just gonna say like a series. There's I it, would it, consider it a sequel to Manhunter because it does have some of the same characters from that movie carrying over, and it does have continuity from that movie carrying over. Okay, so that's one vote. Yes. What does everyone else think? I, I've never thought of it as a sequel, but I'm not going to fight over it either. I, I would allow it. I, I, I've never actually heard of Manhunter. Got it. So oh, it's it's, it's actually a really good flick. Check it out. It's uh, directed yeah. by Michael Mann. Uh, Brian Cox is actually Hannibal Lecter. Uh, who's it? William Peterson's the the main guy, the guy from like NCIS or one of those shows. When when was when was that movie? Like eighty five, eighty six, something, something like that. Like that oh, yeah. Wow. yeah, we'll have to go check that out. I mean, I didn't have it on my proper list, but I had it uh, written on the side with the question mark next to it. So, I mean, yeah, I, I would dealer's choice, right? I I usually don't jump in and, unless it's like a draw, but it sounds like everybody's okay with it. So. I, I didn't have it on my list because I like I it's it's kind of on the fence it's uh, especially the the time there's a large time period between and it's not like direct sequel in my eyes but I'll let it go. So so this is a good time to clarify. So it, if we say sequel, does it always have to be the second movie? Uh, no, no, it doesn't. No, no. Okay, okay, good. Because <laughs> I got a bunch okay. of uh, a, f- other a follow ones. <laughs> up to to an original. So. Um, Steve, okay, all right. Um, that means we got one more pick left in round one. That goes to Tom. What you got, man? All right. Uh, anybody who has uh, listened to my show on a regular basis would know that I'm very prideful of my home and native state of Michigan. And one of the best people to come out of that state is Mr. Bruce Campbell. And, of course, his best movie of all time, Army of Darkness. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick nice that was a great pick great pick um tomco favorite favorite line from army of darkness go well gee baby that's just what we call pillow talk (laughs) (laughs) uh, i was i I, i'm not able to watch a lot of tv but did you guys watch the the series anybody watch yes yes it was so good was it great it was Oh, that sucks that it I'm was, really it, bummed that they canceled it. I, I really wanted to get into it. I would think that that would be unless unless they did not want to do it anymore. I would think that would be like an opportune one for someone like Netflix or somebody to pick it up instantly. Yeah, From what I, I understand mean, it just didn't get enough viewers to justify itself. That's crazy, yeah. crazy. Which is funny because the the Evil Dead musical has been killing it practically everywhere yeah. where it goes. Yeah. I would so. love to see that. Oh my god! Yeah, that it's sounds like so fun. good. It's so. If you're an Evil Dead fan, you owe it to yourself and to your future children to go see I, this. I've <laughs> never seen it live, but I have seen the YouTube uh, video that was uh, recorded at the Justice Just for Laughs uh, Festival in Toronto. Mm. I I really want to show. We started. I started Chrissy with Evil Dead Two because I was like, it's. I mean, the first part of that is basically Evil Dead anyway so i'm really excited for her to see army of darkness i love it as well so you you honestly you've got to go see them like it's so incredible the detail that they go into to the point where like in the i I think it's the first movie they have like a really badly um done like moon overlay where you can actually see a blue (laughs) square around the moon and in the play 
in in the musical they have the moon up there with like a, a faint blue square around it it's ridiculous like the it's it's so well done it's such a love letter to evil dead while also completely tearing it apart it's fantastic oh, that sounds amazing sounds amazing uh also amazing it's also round two time already tom you get another pick right off of army of darkness what do you got man all right uh i'm gonna go ahead and pick the final part of one of the greatest trilogies of all time. Uh, a lot of people argue that uh, it's the weakest. However, I actually think it's one of the better ones in this series, and that is Back to the Future 3. Tom, I love you. Great. Well, we're in love now. That's the sequel to my favorite Aww. movie. That's the sequel to my favorite movie of all time, which I share with Peter from Podstalgic, uh, Wes from Via VHS. Love Back to the Future. So you're a big fan of the third one. Very much so, yeah. Uh, I thought it had a great balance of action, comedy, and uh, loving parody of uh, the the Western genre. And it just tied up everything in a very nice bow. And it was one of those sequels that I personally think is so good. I don't want any more entries in that series. I, I totally agree with you. Are you, um, are you of elder stature enough? Did you see the second one in the theaters? I saw the second and third one in the theaters. And I am old enough to have seen the first one, but I just missed it. Just um, didn't get around to it when it was out there. Uh, I I don't remember if I saw the first one, which again is my favorite movie of all time in theaters. But I definitely remember seeing the second one because we didn't know there was a third one coming right after this one. And I remember seeing the to be continued and the whole like preview of that at the end yeah. of that second one. And that was like fucking mind blowing at that time, especially being <laughs> being a, a huge fan of the first one as a kid. And when that that one came out, I was just I was like, oh, this is amazing. I love this. So well, especially the way that, that that second one ended with that cliffhanger. Exactly. It was yeah. like it was like um, MCU, pre MCU. They were already sowing the seeds there uh, with Back to the Future two and three. Uh, I love the movie. I think it's a great pick, Tom. Um, so, right, thank uh, you. Yeah, Steve. So, so, Tom, before before we move on, what, what's your opinion of the second movie? Uh, I thought it was. I want to love it, but it's kind of hammy and overly yeah. melodramatic in spots. Okay. Ooh. I don't know if I love you as much, Tom. I love the second one as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, right? Dang it, I'm sorry I asked the question. <laughs> it's okay. Oh. You know what? what was it because of the hoverboards or what what, what where, where's the hate? <laughs> uh, just the overacting on everyone's part where it just it felt ham fisted. In- including oh. Crispin Glover? He wasn't even oh, in Christian that. Glover wasn't even in that movie, sir. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's your question. <laughs> that, that was the joke. Trick question. Ah, <laughs> um, I'm done. Sneaky. I don't know if you guys. Uh, so the rumor is there's some kind of time travel elements, of course, going on in the next uh, Avengers movie, and I'm like, oh my god, is there going to be some like Back to the Future two type action? Because I'm going to like explode in the theater if that happens. <laughs> Are they going to be changing things and stuff? So. Um, that's how big I am into time travel and, and back to the future and the whole series, man. I, they're all great. I mean, so, uh, respect the picks, Steve, you got your second pick up. What do you got, man? Uh, second pick. Uh, I've actually got a few listed higher than this one, but I, I feel like I would just hate myself if it wasn't on my list. Um, so I'm gonna go with my heart. 
as is uh, often done on this show. Uh, I got to go with 1993 sequel, Adam's Family Values, uh, starring the late great Raul Julia, Christopher Lloyd, uh, also Back to the Future 3, <laughs> Angelica Houston, and of course, Joan Cusack. Uh, just w- one of those movies I've probably seen a hundred times, and it's hilarious every single time. Whoa. I love Adam Fa- Adam's Family Values. I think it's better than the original. What does everyone think? Is this high? Uh, where does everyone have it on their list? I had to literally flip a page to cross it off. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I just, you know. That was one of those ones that it was like one of the first ones that I thought of, but it was also one of the bottom quarter ones. <laughs> That that's that's number one hundred and two on my list. <laughs> you said you only had thirty picks. <laughs> that's a lot. I remember seeing it on. I remember seeing it on HBO when it first debuted there, and all I remember was the camp scenes. <laughs> so I, I can't classic, say <laughs> any good about it or bad about it. It's just I don't remember it. Oh, I'd, it's I'd really highly good. recommend checking it out again as an adult. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> Has the world gone mad? <laughs> the Thanksgiving camp scene is 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 iconic. That's that's pretty amazing. So, um, good pick, Steve. Chris Green, you got you got another pick coming up here in round two after taking Toy Story two in round one. What what are you gonna go with, man? Well, actually, this is a really tough pick for me because there's a lot of movies at the top of my board still. So I, I thought a lot of I thought the decision was gonna be made for me, but. So now I'm kind of debating between two or three really movies that are really high on my list. I think I think I'm going to stick with I think I'm going to stick with things that are more lighthearted in my picks. And I'm going to go with a movie from the same year as the first movie I picked. And this is a comedy sequel. It was from 1999, and that's Austin Powers the Spy Who Shagged Me. Beautiful pick. Mm. It uh it had a decent but not a high audience score. It was seventy-one percent, but it made two hundred million dollars in the box office domestically up uh, to date. And it was really funny. And it had Heather Graham, who I'm a big fan of. Oh yes, Mercedes Lane. She was fantastic. Yeah, baby, yeah. Now, one of the things I remember about that movie was in the marketing campaign, the trailer said, "If you only see one movie this year, go see." Star Wars. <laughs> but if you see two. Uh, yeah. Were you expecting someone else? <laughs> I, I, lo- I, I love all the Austin Power movies. I mean, I, I guess you can pick them apart as some of the, you know, the later ones, but I like all of them, and I think this one's really funny. Uh, I think this was picked in our 99 draft. Um, yeah, I like it. Um, and you've gone lighthearted. For both of your picks, and I, I respect that, Chris. You, you, you got a strategy, man. I like it. Um, Santiago, have you fallen asleep over there? I know it's been a while since we've been back to you since you had the first pick, but you have the last pick of round two. Uh, what are you going to pick to go with T two Judgment Day? Yeah, hi. Uh, f- first of all, I I wanted to apologize for taking everyone's first pick. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm really sorry about that. Uh, Terminator 2, great movie. Uh, I'm sorry. Wait, hey. Are you sorry or sorry? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. You don't have anything to apologize about. <laughs> there we go. 
so I want to go chronologically, Terminator 2, 1991, picking a movie from 1992. I'm going to go with Batman Returns. You guys just gave him this draft. How dare you guys? He's got T2 (laughs) and Batman. What is going on over there? That's possible. It's they might be over. I, I, okay. I'm the comic book guy. Yeah. What do you got? What do you got, Tom? I've always had issues with Batman Returns. There's there's just so much intimidation that you can get out of a guy that drives a giant rubber ducky. (laughs) <laughs> is there though like i mean nope. penguin commandos mm, peewee what if it's a really a evil baby over the bridge okay that's wonderful kind of he's he's on theme man it is the weirdest batman movie by far it in my really eyes. is and that's why I, that's I, why i, I love recently that, that's why i lo- i mean that and michelle pfeiffer is why i love it but very weird yes sir yeah michelle pfeiffer kind of is i think the the grand unifier for this one but um i don't know i i feel like this is a pretty universally liked movie um i mm, like it quite a bit not, not again being the comic book guy I, I gotta disagree because it's not real liked in the comic book community it's not really liked in the comic book community but no. you remember that at the time that this movie came out, the comic book community, not necessarily mainstream. Very um, true. There was a lot of mainstream appeal for this movie, which, uh, and there is the Tim Burton factor as well. Like a lot of people really nostalgic for that Tim Burton Batman, especially after Batman versus Superman. Um, it, I don't know. I, I, I think it's a fun pick. Uh, it's funny because it's like a darker, weirder movie, but at the same time, I feel like I'm going for a lighthearted pick with it. Um, <laughs> just because it's also silly and and strange. It's like that weird dead zone of comic book movies where they were they were all kind of just zany, uh, but it was before it got like Schumacher zany. Now, do you guys remember the controversy surrounding all that movie? No. Oh, you mean the. Uh, all the dead people and it was targeted towards well, kids. The, they were, you know, <laughs> threatening to kill children. Uh, uh, you had the penguin biting some dude's nose off. Uh, there were uh, cries of anti-Semitism because they were going after the firstborn children. In the meantime, McDonald's is trying to sell a bunch of Happy Meal toys around a movie like that. Plus Danny DeVito just being horny as hell and yeah, sure my yeah. French flipper trick. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's the reason why uh, that third one became so campy is because they said, hey, we can't sell merchandise to this type of thing. So let's go in the complete opposite direction. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, to be fair, this movie worldwide made $266 million. <laughs> Chris, you got so, so many stats, man. Good, good with the true. stats. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Uh, I- Han Solo made that this weekend. <laughs> and that that's a $92, so that's impressive. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I think it's a good pick, uh, especially after T2, but it's already time for round three, and Santiago gets another pick off of that one. What do you got for uh, your third pick? Oh, I'm, you know, guys, uh, I have to say I'm sorry again. <laughs> <laughs> I've, this one, this one might be my Achilles heel because I have it really high on my list. 
And I feel like some people are going to go for it and some people are going to go, ah, uh, I have to take 1996 Star Trek first contact. Whoa. That's that's a pretty good pick. I'd say that's a a very solid pick. Mm -hmm. It's definitely my favorite Star Trek movie, including the new ones. Ooh, Interesting. Mine as well. Just throwing it out there. (laughs) So, so, so why this in, in, in round three, sir? Um, I feel like the the list is always a weird balance between movies that you care about uh, that because you don't want to pick something that you hate just because people like it. Um, but it's also like I, I I would be remiss if this wasn't on my list. It's to me one of the the it is the best Star Trek movie to me personally. Um, I love Next Generation era Star Trek. Uh, so having Picard in his best performance as Picard. I I just I felt like this one was a, a no brainer, and I was praying. I was actually really worried about uh, what your picks were going to be because I thought like I, there's a lot of nerds on this show. There's a lot of nerds, and I feel like I'm going to lose Batman <laughs> and Star Trek, and I didn't. So <laughs> once again, that's true. I love that this is like a, you're you're collecting franchises here, and you've got the Terminator, you got Batman, and you got the Star Trek crew uh, on your team. So. Uh, I think it's a good pick, man. Um, but Chris Green, Mr. Stats, you, you got your, your third pick. Uh, what are you going to go with, man? Again, tough decision because I can either go with, I can continue to be consistent thematically, or I can go with what I think other people would like, or I can just go with what's at the top of my draft board that's left. Which I, I feel actually like you've got ex- that thematic ADD though, right? <laughs> like you want to complete no cr- your collection. Play to win, you want the man. The shelf to look right. Play you know? to win. The display cabinet has to be concise. See, both of you just gave me conflicting advice, and that's what I'm. That's what I'm struggling over. Because <laughs> I because I do like to win, but but I but I think I think the game's already been won, and I think it's gone to Santiago. So I'm, I might toss that out the window and just go with uh, go with the theme. All right, I, th- I, I think I will do that. Wait, 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 say that again. You don't think I, it's I disagree. The game, okay. the game, <laughs> the game is not over. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, well, the, great. <laughs> with with Steve's encouragement, then then I'll I'll still go for the win. And this this is this is a movie. This is I'm jumping all I'm jumping all the way to '95. I guess it was in '99, and I'm going to go with another franchise film. It's the third installment in the series. And that is 1995's Die Hard with a Vengeance. God damn it. Yes. Love this pick, Chris. Why? Um, well, I, I could make up a reason. I'll, I'll give you my made-up reason. The made-up reason is because I really like the Die Hard series, which I, that's true. But this one's got Sam Jackson. Um, I really like Samuel L. Jackson. I thought he played really well with Bruce Willis. Uh, but also, it scored really high in, on the audience score. It was eighty three percent, and it and it made and it made one hundred million dollars in the box office. So it, even even though it was the third movie in the series, actually, I, kind of like Austin Powers, I, I still like every every one of the movies in the series. Um, let me let me ask you this, Chris. We did these two. Uh, we did Die Hard two and Die Hard with a Vengeance together on our show. Which is your preference between those two? <laughs> That's a great question. Man, you know, Justin, that's a bit of Sophie's choice, to be honest with you. <laughs> but not as sad, man, because they're, they're both good. Um, but but I, I like the third one better myself. So I, I, I think I might, too. I think I do like 
Do you like the third one better? Samuel L. puts it over the top, man. Anytime you add some Samuel L. to your movie, it's just like, ah. Oh. Like the it's the it's the 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 the, uh, the syrup and the sprinkles all at once. Yeah, it, maybe maybe that's it. Because because I am a big Sam Jackson fan, and this this came a year after Pulp Fiction, and so we were still coming off of that high, and and it, it was it was obviously a shift. He played a totally different character, uh, nothing like what he was in Pulp Fiction, but but he's he's just great. You know, I I don't know if I still enjoy him as much as I did back then, but in the mid nineties, man, that was peak Sam Jackson. He was great. He's he is great. So uh, great pick, Chris. I uh, I love the movie. Thank you, sir. Um, Steve, you got your third pick, man. What do you got? Well, with the third pick, uh, I'm actually going to go with the movie that's listed second on my list. I'm surprised it actually lasted this long. Uh, keeping in 1995, I'm going with my favorite in the series of James Bond movies, Golden Eye. Here's Brosnan, oh, uh, Sean so Bean, Famke Johnson, and of course everybody's favorite N64 game ever. I, I was waiting for it, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Every every Absolutely. T- every time someone drafts this movie, I, I have to go back to the 64 game because legit top five video games of all time. That game so good. So uh, truth. So why Goldeneye, Steve? You you a fan of this movie? As uh, I assume. Oh, absolutely. It's like I said, I, I kind of grew up with James Bond movies when I was a kid. My, my grandpa loved them. So I, I but, uh, the one I had on VHS was a view to a kill. Uh, so I had to go to my grandpa's to watch the good ones. Um, and then it was just so long. I was watching Remington steel on TV and thought this guy'd be a great James Bond. Um, and so when it finally happened, uh, Pierce Brosnan came out with golden eye. Um, I forget the director. I think it was Martin Campbell who did Martin Campbell. Yeah, it was right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just a a great little flick. I mean, it has the little cheeky one liners and stuff and let's face it. Zinnia on a top. Come on. That's, (laughs) that's one of the worst (laughs) names ever, but, uh, but it's perfect. James Bond flick. Sean Bean's a great villain. Um, Mm -hmm. hot girls. Uh, what else do you want? Who, who's, who's your number one James Bond, Steve? Which actor? I mean, it's hard to go against Connery, but I mean, uh, yeah, I got to go with Sean Connery. Sean. Hey, wait, Santiago. I know you got a Sean Connery. Go for it, man. <laughs> come on. Come on. Somebody oh, see my yes. <laughs> We're just here doing a movie draft. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm excited. I have to say that you picked me as your best James Bond. Oh, Sir, Sir Connery. It's, it's, it's truly an honor. <laughs> oh, the, the name's Bond. James Bond. <laughs> love it. Love it. That's it's amazing. Like an older Sean Connery though. Yeah, you you guys got to listen to 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 Santiago on his podcast. He's a master of impersonation. So, uh That's true. Love it. Love it. And a uh, great pick, Steve. Uh Goldeneye in round Thank 3. You. Thank you. Is a steal. So mad. It is a steal. It it's is a steal. steal. <laughs> but uh Tomco, you got That's your a great pick. Tomco, you got your third pick uh, at the end of round 3. What you got, man? All right, I'm going to go with, uh, in my opinion, one of the best comedy sequels of all time. Uh, I would actually argue that it might be better than the original, and this is going to be Naked Gun Two and a Half. Whoa, interesting. It is. It is a good pick. Good pick. I don't know better than the first, but good pick. No, I mean it's it's aged very very well. 
Uh, Leslie Nielsen, I think was at the top of his game. Uh, and it's one of the very few uh, performances that I can stand from Bob Goulet. <laughs> Robert <laughs> Goulet. Uh, it's a bit problematic, though, Tom. You got O.J. Simpson in one of your movies in the draft. What What are your thoughts uh, on his acting skills in those movies? Well, uh, damn, that's a stumper. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like I didn't think about the murderer in my movie. It's okay. I mean, some people pick problematic picks in the draft, you know. I mean, guys, let's be real. Do we really think Robert Goulet hasn't killed anybody? <laughs> yeah, Steve makes a great point, actually. <laughs> With his silky voice, maybe, uh, Robert yeah. Goulet. So, murder uh, is murder. <laughs> uh, I even like the third one in that series. So, uh, and Nicole Smith was in the third one. What was the second one about? Refresh my memory, Tom. Uh, I remember that it had a lot to do with uh, environmental causes, and it was just a silly, goofy slapstick uh, movie. Uh, and you gotta love any movie that involves Weird Al Yankovic holding the police station hostage. <laughs> I forgot about that. That you is pants. a great one. <laughs> love it. I'm joking, honestly. Like, I love Naked Gun. Oh, Naked yeah. Gun oh, yeah. is Absolutely. fantastic. And All Leslie Nielsen, I was way more upset than I thought. I would be when he passed away, and I thought I would be upset. Uh, it was well. If it makes you feel better, he has one of the greatest tombstones of all time. I was haven't it, looked it up, but now I will. Was it, it say? Pull my finger. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? I am serious. That's awesome. That's amazing. Um, God, that is. <laughs> I just wanted to wish you all good luck. We're all counting on you. <laughs> He's great. Uh, Stop calling me Shirley. Uh, guys, it's re- it's time for round four. Tom gets another pick off of uh, Nicky Gun two and a half. What you got for round four, Tom? All right, uh, I'm gonna go with one that I am not a huge fan of the series. However, I know that it is incredibly popular. They're still putting movies out in this franchise uh, this year, even. And this is going to be the Lost World Jurassic Park. Oh, da 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 da. Oh, no, nobody joined in. All right. First, uh, no, I mean, it's it's first Spielberg I, I film. <laughs> first Spielberg film on the board. Uh, Tom, you you don't like this one? I'm not really that impressed with the series. It's one of those ones where I feel like I I just missed the boat on it because everybody loves these movies so much, and here I am just sitting on the island waving goodbye to the ship. It's passing me by. To me, it's all just special effects and eye candy. Yeah. <laughs> no, L- L- Lost World definitely has Are you, are you describing Avatar? Points. I mean, I, I mean, mean every, everything on the island in Lost World I, I love. Like the scene with the, I don't know, the train car, whatever, kind of hanging over the cliff. and Oh, like the uh, weird camper. Possible way. Yeah, the camper thing. Like everything on the island's good. Then once it gets to San Diego, spoiler alert for a 30-year-old yeah. movie. Um, it, don't it's worry, kinda, we're doing it all again yeah. this year. <laughs> yeah oh exactly exactly I, it look it does look the yeah. same right it looks the same the, i have to say the set pieces in this movie are all fantastic and it's just a shame that the pieces that string them together aren't uh stronger um a lot of people hate on the the daughter i thought she was okay um but it, there's there's some scenes in this movie that are really fantastic the the uh the hanging over the cliff obviously one of them the t-rex coming in um one of the more subtle ones the raptors in the tall grass 
fantastic. Does anyone remember Vince Vaughn being in that movie? Oh yeah, he was. Right? He wasn't Julianne Moore, right? Was in yeah. that movie as yeah. well. It's it's a very forgettable film in, in my eyes. The 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 one scene that we already referenced with the camper over like the the cliff is like the most uh, iconic one that I can remember. So, um, but Tom, you got it for round four, which means Steve, you got your round four pick, man. What you got? Oh, I'm excited. I can't believe it lasted le- round four, but it is another controversial pick. Um, 1995 Desperado. Soy un hombre muy honrado que me gusta lo mejor. A mujeres no me falta ni el dinero ni el amor. Jineteando en mi caballo por la sierra yo me voy. Las estrellas y la luna ellas me dicen dónde voy. Ay, 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 ay mi amor. Technically, oh, a sequel to El Mariachi. El Mariachi, yeah. Ooh. Oh, no, uh, that one director Robert sure. Rodriguez put really Antonio Banderas on the map. I mean, I love Desperado. Uh, great action, you know, Sama Hayek, come on. Uh, yeah, I, I just love uh, Robert Rodriguez's uh, energetic directing style and everything, a little hands-on, but just keeps it popping. I even love the Machete movies. I'll say it right here and now. But, <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Desperato. And of course, I mean, the soundtrack, I mean... soundtrack is fantastic. Yeah, 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 what does everybody think about this pick? I would argue it's the second best thing that Antonio Banderas has ever been in. Mm, what's the first? What's the first? Uh, Melanie Griffith. Ooh! <laughs> Zing. I actually really like his room in Four Rooms. His room is fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Again, that's Robert Rodriguez, right? Indeed, it is, yep. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. They need to they- team up again. I, I I'm, love. I'm surprised they haven't. M- machete kills in space. It can happen. I I love Planet <laughs> Terror, man. I know a lot of people don't like those Grindhouse movies, but I I love, oh, I I love, I love them. I love think them. it was great. Did uh, any of you guys go see those in the theater? I did. I, n- not only did I see it in the theater, I saw it with my wife and my mother-in-law. It was great, guys. <laughs> oh, that would be cool. That's awesome. It was great. I, so I'm still waiting for uh, Werewolf Women of the SS with Nicolas Cage as Doctor oh. Fu Manchu. Wasn't there a thing? Wasn't there like rumors that they were going to do a Thanksgiving movie too? I think there was. I don't know. What oh yeah. That. Um, yeah, with Eli Roth. <laughs> Shout out to our boys at the countdown, uh, Paul and Wayne, big fan of been big fans of Desperado as well. So uh, there you go, Steve, with round four pick. Chris, you got your fourth pick coming up, man. What are you going to choose? Okay, again, I've still got the top of my draft is still, is still in pretty good shape, so I've got a choice to make. Uh, but I'm going to return to my original theme that I started with, and I'm going to pick a movie from 1995. And that is Ace Ventura when Nature Calls. Mm. Ooh, good pick. Good pick. Uh, Chris, y- y- can you read my mind? I'm thinking of the best and most iconic scene from this film. What am I thinking of now? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I haven't seen this movie in 25 years, so I don't. Oh. I actually don't. I, I don't even have a guess. Oh. Bumblebee Tuna. No, is it this the one with the the rhino or the whatever? It's gotta be the rhino. Uh, yes, yes. That's yes, the that's, thank you. that's the scene I'm thinking of. <laughs> okay, yeah. how could it rhinos. not be? <laughs> oh, 
Yes. I don't think I can remember anything else from that movie, but that you must scene... be the Monopoly guy. <laughs> Wasn't there somebody in the like a tourist van saying that it was giving birth or something? I don't know. It was a, there was a good line about that. Um. So this was high up on your list, Chris. Why? Um. I I think because I because I like both the movies. I like the original and I like this one. I thought it was pretty consistent from the first one to the second one. I I, I like Jim Carrey. Um, it also made 108 million dollars <laughs> in the box office, <laughs> and it had a decently high audience score. Nice. Um, it, and and I'm and I, I don't I don't know that going into the draft I meant to pick, uh, you know, Toy Story is not really a comedy; it's a kids' movie. But I don't know if I meant to go this direction. But now that I'm on the theme, I'm I'm kind of settling in. I think we only have one more pick, don't we? <laughs> you've, de- you, you've definitely got the the longest titles. Like, if, if there was a longest titles <laughs> draft, you would probably you would definitely be well, in the lead now. So it's I'm glad I'm glad you fi- someone finally picked up on my theme. That's actually my theme: is <laughs> longest titles. I'm trying nice. to win the draft with the longest titles. <laughs> uh, which, which, by the way, guys, uh, if you're listening to this, I'm I'm looking for really wild and outlandish themes. Uh, to, to break this up a bit, we did uh, movie theater snacks earlier this year. I'm looking for weird, weirder stuff like that. Santiago, weird. You you probably got some ideas for me. Come back, think about sure. it. Sure, just, just come back. Yeah, I'll up. think about that. Uh, but sir, you got the last pick in round four, Santiago. Uh, you picked Star Trek: First Contact in round three. What do you got for round four? Uh, I'm gonna have to do some reorganizing of my stuff here because I feel. Like I really wanted Goldeneye, and I really wanted Die Hard with a Vengeance, and I feel like if no, I had I, those, no, I, I would have, have had the I'm perfect sorry. draft. Mm-hmm. Like it would have been a flawless draft. Um, there, there, there is one large franchise still hasn't been picked. I see a couple on my list, but go ahead. There's there's a couple, yeah. There's there's about three maybe that are that still haven't been picked, but I think I'm going to have to go. Because Justine's mom would kill me if I didn't say The Godfather Part 3. Ooh, Whoa. that's a controversial choice. She's a, yeah. she's a fan of Godfather 3? <laughs> she's, she's a fan of The Godfather. But, but Godfather uh, 3? <laughs> now, it's, it's not that horrible, save for maybe it's two the, uh, performances. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. She, she can direct. <laughs> I you I, I don't I don't think it's a terrible pick. No, it's not no, a terrible no. pick, but when you compare it to the other two, that's when yeah. it really starts to suffer. Well, but that's the problem, right? Like Godfather Part Three, a actually really good mob film, except for that it's the sequel to Godfather One and Two. Exactly. Yeah. Especially two, which is arguably one of the best films ever made. Exactly. Absolutely, but it wasn't yeah. in the nineties, so I always I mean, again, I'm just moderating, but I'm looking at my mock list and I have some sequels I think are the best of their franchise still left on my list. Godfather three, definitely the worst of the franchise. So um <laughs> I, I gotta well, don't take that personally. <laughs> no, don't I take mean, that personally, Justine's mom. <laughs> Sorry, Justine's mom. Uh, I mean I, it, like I said, y'all, you, you took Golden Eye for me. So, 
It's Steve's fault. Now he's, just, now he's just pouting and taking his toys out. <laughs> <and going laughs> um, well, then none of you can have Godfather Part Three. <laughs> um, I don't care what you say. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I respect the pick, especially because it's familial and and there's some the heart there. So, um, guys, it's time for round five already. This is the last round. Oh, we got man. We, we call this the wild card round. Time to get weird. Uh, with you, Santiago. What what do you got with your last pick of the draft, man? He already got weird. So. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I just got weird. Um, <laughs> I feel like I could play it safe, or I could go weird again. Weird, 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 weird. Could I go weird? I was gonna chant with you, Justin. You, you, you be you, already. man. You be you. Uh, but I feel like if I do the weird pick, it's actually a movie that I like less. <laughs> it's frustrating. So frustrating. So frustrating. I feel like. Mmm. Mmm. You've made it difficult for me. Gonna put I'm like the, this two. We put the Jeopardy clock over this. Come on. I know. I know. I know. I feel like I'm going to have to go with Die Hard Two. Whoa! Ooh. That was that was number five on my list. Uh, so, what are your views? Two versus three, Santiago. Um, you know, I know th- three is the most popular. Prob- uh, I mean, as far as I know, anyway, like uh, people seem to like three the most. Um. I don't know. I I think it depends on your mood, really. Like I I look at the Die Hard's one of those series that, like a lot of action movies, it falls into kind of the James Bond category, where like definitely there are movies that are better than others in the series, but sometimes you want to go back and watch on Her Majesty's Secret Service just to punish yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and this is definitely not anywhere near. Honor Majesty Secret Service. So I think it's a pretty safe fifth pick just to like round out the uh the, well, the he, order. He, he's I mean out of the 3, he's more like a superhero in the second one because he's like yeah. the grenades blowing up and he's like still alive like in the air like 100 feet in the air or something. So uh I respect the pick. Uh it two diehards in this draft have been taken tonight. Mm-hmm. So uh there you go, Chris. You got your last pick of the draft, man. What you got? Okay, I might take a sharp left turn here, or a sharp right turn. Either way, it's going to be a sharp turn. It's going to be a very sharp turn, I think. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue to ignore the other franchises that are still out there, I think. I'm going to try to seal it up, because I think I might have made a small comeback with my last pick. Go so for I'm gonna it. I'm going to try to seal up the draft, Go seal up the draft right here. Go strong. This is really easy to get it is the way this is going to play with the audience is going to pretend, is going to depend on on what generation you're in I think. But for my last pick and really I I've come up with a third theme and the third theme is I'm going in reverse chronological order. That's actually my theme. And I'm going to pick Star Trek 6: The Undiscovered Country from 1991. Very good movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Very good yeah. movie. I'll also go with your theme of really long titles that I can barely fit on the board, Chris. <laughs> Star Trek Six. 
The undiscovered That's a country. Fucking long ass word. De- so, so I, I'm also trying to set a record for your show in that I think I've come up with the most themes. <laughs> uh, theme I've strapped. got the reverse chronological order. I've got the longest titles. <laughs> so if you, anything, if, if you lay all our titles one after another in a sort of graph, <laughs> Toph would definitely win. So, thank you, uh, thank you. Why, so, if, why, so if I'm not gonna if I'm not gonna win the actual draft, I'm gonna win in a few other ways. Do you? So, so are you? Bribery, you're, a, huh? you're a fan of you're a fan of six, Toph. Why? Uh, I don't have a reason, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've never I think I've seen one half of one Star Trek film it's like wait is Shatner in that one <laughs> I, 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 I knew you were going to ask that question and I was just going to come up with a complete BS answer but I'm not going to I've never seen this film I don't know anything about it <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, I just know that it, it got a really high audience score, and that, and then I felt really good when either Tom, I think it was you, Tom, maybe yeah. Steve, that said that's a really good film. It so is then I felt really, really good. It's pretty good, yeah. Even though I picked it out of complete ignorance, now I feel really good about it. You know what? If nothing, nothing else, it has Christian Slater in it. You can't go wrong with Christian Slater. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah. and I and I love Christian Slater, and I didn't know he was in this, but now I'm going to go watch it just because of that. <laughs> I, I, my. I was, I, but I'm first going to watch Gleaming, Gleaming the Cube because that was fantastic, and then I'm going to watch this. Oh, yes, <laughs> Gleaming the Cube. I love that you're like money-balling this draft, Chris. You're like, stats, <laughs> i got to cover all my, my bases here. I, wait, uh, how much money did this make? <laughs> uh, no, it, it, made 75, it made $75 million domestically. Wow. Which not none of the Star Trek movies made a bunch of money. No, no, but no. but no. but a few of them scored really high with the audience. Now that, I don't I don't know about f- their foreign box office. I'd have to go. I'd have to type type into the internet for that. <laughs> oh man, I, I respect the pick. It's very long, and when you see it on the board, I had to crunch the words up. But there you go, Chris, with your fifth fifth round pick, Star Trek Six. Steve, you got your f- round five pick, man. What are you going to go with, <sighs> gentlemen? I I want to apologize because I think I'm about. To wrap this entire draft up. No, whoa, whoa. Santiago. <laughs> with Adam's family values. I was about to yeah. say, Santiago is the only one that can say sorry to, to yeah, get yeah, his man. pick. Come on. What are you doing, man? Uh, no, I just say it better. Yeah, it's, it's, true. Ooh, it's true. Sorry, Shade. Go ahead, No, Steve. I just mean I have more practice. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the uh, fifth round pick, I want to go with one of my favorite guilty pleasure movies of all time from 1990, uh, directed by Irvin Kirshner. The guy who brought us another great sequel, Empire Strikes Back, as well as Never Say Never Again. And it's the story of the Detroit Police Department deciding to make a better robot law enforcer. They decide to put the brain of a <laughs> of a drug-addicted cult leader into a robot. And that is RoboCop 2. Now, as somebody who lives in Michigan, I could totally, absolutely see the city of Detroit doing something like that. It, it's not completely out of the question, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Tom Noonan as Kane, the, the cult leader guy, does a great job. And all the best lines in this movie are given to a 12-year-old. Named... <laughs> it is, it's fantastic. It's a great you R-rated little kid, can you, fucker? Yes, right. <laughs> um, Steve, you're going with the, the, the theme that I respect, shorter uh, movie titles. So thank you for that, number oh, one. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Robocop 2, uh, not bad. I mean, compared to 3, holy Jesus. It's like a, it's, 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 it's like an, a, an Oscar winner compared to three. So, 
Uh, it's even got the good, uh, it, like Verhoeven obviously did the original, and it had the satire stuff in there too. Uh, Kirshner did pretty good with his little uh, satirical, like news clips and commercials and stuff. Like I love the uh, the Magnavolt, the uh, <laughs> the car alarm that ele- shoot, shocks the shit out of people. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, love that. A, gra- a great wild card pick in uh, round five. Uh, so good job, Steve. That means we got one more pick left in this draft, and it goes to Tom. Tom, all right. You gotta, uh, you gotta finish a strong. What do you got, man? All right. Uh, this is one of those franchises that, uh, like James Bond, like Die Hard, has a lot of ebb and flow. However, to be honest with you, this series has a lot more ebb. Uh, however, this is one of the movies that, in my opinion, really truly redeemed the series. And if nothing else, it has one of the best endings to any horror movie that I've ever seen. Home Alone and that's- 2. H2O <laughs> Halloween. Whoa. Nice. Whoa. Searches wow. list. Nope, not on there. That is that is a uh, wild card. That is well, a it is. that is not only a wild card, that's another controversial pick. Uh the H2O. I think it was East Coast Justin from uh, Epic Film Guys picked it in the 90s horror draft, I think. So what's your what's your love of H2O, Tom? Uh, well, for one thing, it basically excised all of the crap sequels that happened before. It just said the only movies in this series that you need to pay attention to are the first and second one. Uh, and unlike a lot of horror movies in general, the quote unquote survivor girl was not a victim. If anything, she was just as batshit crazy and driven as the killer up to the point where she's willing to basically carjack a goddamn ambulance, run it into a tree, and chop the killer's fucking head off. I love the ending of that movie. It's so amazing. And then they it's had to go good. and ruin it with the next one. <laughs> um, it was funny. I was just listening. I can't even remember what podcast it was, but I was just listening to a podcast, and the guest... Oh, I think it was Slash Film, Slash Filmcast. The guest on the podcast for their solo review had just started a Josh Hartnett podcast they're covering all of josh <laughs> and i instantly said i want to i want to listen to that podcast so uh, i do too yeah it'd be interesting yeah i mean there's just so many hits uh from heart how do you choose but do they know, have a segment just for his hair <laughs> they better oh such great hair um all right halloween h2o with the final pick of the 90 sequels fantasy movie draft so let me read off the board guys um, so we can get everyone straight. So Santiago, you have T2 Judgment Day, Batman Returns, Star Trek First Contact, Godfather 3, and Die Hard 2. Chris has Toy Story 2, Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me, Die Hard with a Vengeance, Ace Ventura When Nature Calls, and Star Trek 6, The Undiscovered Country. Steve has Silence of the Lambs, Adam's Family Values, GoldenEye, Desperado, and RoboCop 2. And Tom has Army of Darkness, Back to the Future 3, Naked Gun 2.5, The Lost World, Jurassic Park, and Halloween H2O. What does everyone think? Good picks, gentlemen. Good picks. I think so, yeah. too, yeah. I, I like the varied lists. I was very concerned that yeah. uh, we were all going to cannibalize the top of each other's lists, but I really like how varied it is. And I think it's interesting what the voting is going to be like, because I have a feeling that it's going to be a lot closer than... I hope it is. 
Yeah, I'm I'm expecting good close draft. But there's there's a lot of good sequels that weren't picked. I, <laughs> mm-hmm. I I'm so impressed. No, nobody picked a Lethal Weapon film. Exactly. So yeah. let's let's go yeah. with some uh, honorable mentions. Um, two two at the top of my mock list just to get it started off, guys. Are are two uh, ones that are close to my heart. Uh, Gremlins two, the new batch. And that and, was I was going to pick that instead of Godfather. And uh, B- Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, which I love as oh. well. Yeah, that's even better than the original, in my opinion. How did I miss that? Um, what What else you got that you guys didn't pick? Oh, I've got plenty. Uh, I got uh, Scream Two. Yeah. I, I was surprised that one wasn't picked. Ooh, Wayne's World mm. Two. I mean, yep. I mean, Charles Heston's I in it. Also, uh, I nobody no, picked I mean, Hot, Hot Shots Part Two. I just didn't think would be on a lot of people's radar i mean young guns too I, I i it's cheesy it's corny but i still love it uh the exorcist three uh, exorcist pe- three yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah. a lot of people don't know love about that, that movie but it's it, it's a really good one uh there's also patriot games as well as clear and present danger oh yeah those mm. are sequels that's right I didn't think uh, of those. i i i'm uh, surprised people didn't pick uh term uh teenage mutant ninja turtles 2 Turtle secret, secret of the ooze secret of the ooze guys yeah, yeah. It's pretty far down my list. Or, or D2 Mighty Ducks. I mean, Team Iceland, guys. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> uh, or Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. Oh, terrible, terrible film. I missed oh. that one. <laughs> Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Uh, if my wife, Chrissy, was in this draft, she would have probably picked uh, Father of the Bride way up high. She loves that one as well. Hey. Father by two, I, I must say. Um, what right, else we got? I mentioned Wayne's World 2. Wayne's World 2, two. is great. Yep. Child's Play am 2 I, is also am I crazy. Am I crazy for liking Predator Two? No, you're no. Not. Wait, was that was that in the nineties? Yeah, nineteen ninety. Oh shit! Yeah, All right, yeah, that probably would have been on my list. <laughs> I thought it was. I'm kind of surprised no one picked uh, Home Alone Two. I was surprised I almost, too. Yeah, I almost did. I mean, it just shows how many options you guys had. You know, we could we could have done another five rounds. If I've got some great ones. Escape from L.A.? I live in L.A. and sometimes I want to escape it. That's a great movie. It's, it's balls out bonker. It's balls out Episode bonkers. Episode one, and I A Phantom Menace? I mean, nobody? Well, that's, a, that's a prequel. I did, okay, I did play around with the idea of like, what do people expect when Santiago from Weird With You goes on a drafting <laughs> podcast? Do they expect him to go for the win? Which I did. Uh, or do they expect him to purposefully pick the worst possible sequels on the list and i i was, I was so close i was so I was gonna close do to that, that too yeah <laughs> Sister Which, wouldn't it be awesome if we were fighting for the phantom menace <laughs> that's, exa- I w- that's exactly what i was gonna do is pick the worst movies i could possibly find that's <sighs> so that's my next question going down the line what what is the last movie that you guys have on your list that you didn't get to sister uh, act two uh, back in the habit Ro- Ro- robocop <laughs> three. Oh yeah Honey, we shrunk ourselves. How about, how about, two? How about Speed 2 Cruise Control, guys? Oh. Uh, how about Highlander oh, 2 yeah. The Quickening? Oh, that, <laughs> no, that would that, probably oh, be shit, one that of the worst the 90s. Uh, that movie's amazing. I don't know only slightly no, no, better than The Phantom Menace. No one's, no one's mentioned Lawnmower Man 2 beyond cyberspace. <laughs> I forgot that even existed. I, I thought it was Job's War. <laughs> it had like five different titles. <laughs> How about uh, "Look Who's Talking Now" is a great one. Uh, the next Karate Kid. The next Karate Kid. Yeah, you the, win. The Return of Jafar. <laughs> what we're saying Killer is, tomatoes eat Paris or it, no? Eat France. 
There's an infinite amount of really bad sequels in the 90s that we just couldn't get to tonight. So, uh, but, but of course, the biggest thing, guys, for anyone listening at home is uh, when, when the poll and the draft board drops uh, to go and vote for your favorite team. So these guys have some strong teams. Some of them have longer movie titles than the other, but we really don't, <laughs> we don't count that. I don't know who you're referring to with that comment. <laughs> we don't count that in the vote. It's all about who has the strongest team of five uh, 90s sequels in the end. Um, and I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be close. I, if I had to go with one team, you know what? I'm not going to throw. I mean, I got a lot of love for Tom for picking back the future, but Santiago's Terminator Batman uh, combo to that's start. That's going to be a hard is, one to, to beat. That's going to be hard to I beat. Agree. But, but I agree. But we'll, we'll see. Um, again, thanks to you guys for, for joining us tonight. I hope you guys had a first uh, a first draft that was was positive and fun. Santiago, we like to ask everyone, where can we find you and your wonderful podcast online? You can find us on podfixnetwork.com, obviously, but you can also find us wherever you find podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts, except for Spotify. We're having some trouble with that. Um, but you can find us uh, just by searching Weird With You. You can find us on Twitter. Uh, at weird underscore with you you can send us emails to weird with you at gmail.com and you can find us on facebook at facebook.com slash weird with you awesome thank you sir for joining us tonight man it was a pleasure um chris green mr stats where where can we find uh you uh online sir? mr stats <laughs> I, i'll accept that nickname by the way if you want to perpetuate that um you you can't you can't find me anywhere i'm trying to i'm trying to drive my show into the ground Okay, we'll move on. Um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Is ABC canceling your show or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You might you might have seen my racist tweet recently. Ooh. Which no, one? no. My um, gravitybeard dot com. That'll that'll take you to the pod feed, um, the Podbean feed for my show. Uh, at the gravitybeard on Twitter. Um, really, you, you can find you can find us milling around in the underdog podcast community on Facebook. Uh, and then we actually just started a, a Facebook group for the show. It's called the uh, Gravity Beard Interns, Ooh. and um, it's it's gotten it's gotten wacky in there. So come join the fun there. I think I think that's it because all all the other shows are on are on the same feed. So we we've got accounts for those, but there's no reason to. We have a Facebook page that I don't recommend you go to. Um, so Face- so just find us on find us on Facebook or at gravitybeard.com. <laughs> Facebook sucks. Uh, you can also find Toph at uh, podfixnetwork.com. And uh, podfixnetwork.com. Yes. I, I don't want to anger. I don't want to anger the gods. Godfix. <laughs> What's up, Brayden? Steve, Steve, where can we find uh, everything I learned from movies, man? I said, well, first, I want to thank you, gentlemen, for taking it easy on me and being gentle. It was my first time on one of these things. <laughs> uh, so Everybody's uh, first yeah. time, Steve. It's gentle all around. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, the gentlest orgy ever. Uh, but yeah, you can find us everything I learned from movies. Uh, the Podbean app's probably the easiest way. Uh, it just look for everything I learned from movies, but we're also on Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, or whatever it's called now. Uh, all those things. Um, and yeah, we're at Tuesdays are regular movie episodes, and Fridays are always a mixed bag with uh, interviews and commentaries and little mini-episodes. So uh, yeah, check us out. And yeah, of course, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Twitter at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. Shout out to Izzy. What's up, Izzy? You know, I love some couples talking about movies. So, uh, yeah, love you guys. Great to have you on the show, man. Tom Coe. Yeah, thanks for having me. Where can we find you, sir, online? 
Oh, you can find me dang near anywhere. Uh, you can find me on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, uh, pretty much anywhere where you can find a podcast. You're going to find Jake and Tom. You can find myself on Twitter at The Drunken Dork. Uh, Facebook, best way would probably be our Facebook group. Uh, it's called Jake and Tom Conquer the Group. Uh, of course, you can find us on uh, podfixnetwork.com as well as Geeks Worldwide. Uh, however, if you have an Android phone, for the love of God, why don't you have the Couch Party app? It's free, it's wonderful, and you can use it to listen to all of our shows as well as any number of other great shows that are uh, joined up there with us. Sounds great, man. I appreciate you joining me tonight, man. Oh, hell, I appreciate you having me on, man. Hell yeah. Like like I said, uh, it's good to get newbies in, and then we can get you guys in the mix, uh, because uh, we've got we actually got an 80s tournament coming up uh, sometime. We're going to start that up this, this summer, and I'd love to get some of you guys in on a certain year in the 80s so uh biggest thing of course we already mentioned it once go online to our twitter poll and pick uh once we drop the draft board and the poll for your favorite team here in the 90s sequels fantasy movie draft what's happening next week on our show well craziness of course we, we, i think we have a few guests line up um and we're finally going to introduce and you never know with her sometimes she watches parts of movies i don't know exactly if she's seen this fully but even she did she probably forgot about it next week we're talking about one of one of which uh is a movie from 85 it's called weird science guys yeah so, uh, that's a great that's a great movie there's there's a very strong possibility you never know with scheduling but that i will be talking about weird science with three very opinionated women so stick around for that we'll see how that goes uh i was a big fan of that movie as a kid haven't revisited it in a while, so I'm excited to do that. But thanks again to Santiago, Chris, Steve, and Tom. Um, and thanks to everyone listening at home. We will uh, see you guys next week. This was a podcast from the PodFix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.